Welcome to the Republic Tiger Sports Coaches Show from RepublicTigerSports.com. The Coaches Show is brought to you by Hind Street Pharmacy, Republic's locally owned neighborhood pharmacy. Now here's this week's interview with Tigers football coach, Wes Beachland. 2-0 now, and let's look back at the win over Marshfield. That was a little different win than you had against Central, a little more difficult and got closed down at the end. I wanted to start with something that we overlook a lot of times, which is special teams. Uh, special teams had uh, a couple of things that, that stood out. One was Mitchell Heinzler had his debut as an extra point kicker and had some success. Can you talk about how having a kicker like that changes the way you do things or whether it does? Well, I think it, it does change things. Um, I, still, if we're, if we're going to talk statistically speaking, um, obviously, if you're if you're successful 100 percent of the time, which you're not on on kicking PATs, um, you can be score as many points being successful as 50 percent of the time on twos, which I know that's pretty elementary math there. But uh, so I, looking back, like for instance, last year we were successful on our two point conversions over 65 percent of the time. So um, I don't know if that changes a lot, other than the fact that we just know we can get. The kick probably just about every time, but there's you know there's so many components to the kicking game too. Like you gotta have the snap, the hold, and the kick. So, but he's definitely a weapon, and you know I know today in practice he was making some pretty long field goals, and uh, I just appreciate Coach Hines uh, willing to let him come over and practice a little football with us on Friday nights, and and appreciate uh, Mitchell's uh, desire to to help us out. So I think as far as kicking PATs, I'm not real sure. Uh, the value of that this time, but I, th- I think there'll be great value in him as a kicker if we get in field goal situations down the road because that's that's what it'll really show. Because a lot of high schools don't do not have a kicker that can kick anything over like a twenty yard field goal, so, and he can. So that could be an effective weapon uh, down the road. Another thing about special teams last week was you had a forced fumble. I think it was Garrett Gordon who got in there and, and forced a fumble. Can you talk when we mentioned it on a previous show? Uh, your special teams philosophy, but what does special teams do for you? Um, you know, as far as just giving you maybe momentum at times when you need it. Well, I think um, special teams is one aspect of the game where uh, a, a lot of, I believe, a lot of coaches overlook it a little bit. And, and you know, I even heard some coaches say, as long as special teams doesn't lose me a game, I'm okay with that. But I think special teams can be a big momentum changer. Uh, I, th- I think you can honestly make more big plays in special teams than you can on offense or defense. And it's more wide open. You know, how many times do you see kick returns for touchdowns in, in high school games? So your kick coverage team has to be a, an area uh, of focus, I think. And and uh, that did pay some benefits, as you mentioned, with Garrett's force fumble there last week. I think it's important that we cover those things that were sound on special teams. And I don't look at special teams as a necessary evil or, or as an opportunity to – uh, just don't lose this the game. I think it's it's an opportunity to win games and change momentum and make some big plays. Defensively against Marshfield, got off to a good start, forced them. You got to stop early, and and that set up a touchdown. Can you talk about the play of the defense? Well, again, I, th- I thought we started out really well, uh, like we did against Central. You know, there, there's there's a lot of details that go into that. Um, I, I think we're we're very. Uh, solid up front in our technique, and I think our linebackers are, are three pretty good ones. Uh, and then I think our secondary is pretty strong. And um, people are going to try to test us in different ways. It's always interesting to me to watch how, how offensive coordinators come in and try to attack our defense. So I thought that they, um, you know, they said that they were going after the game, they were, they were going to try to run, but we load the box, and we, we really expected them to throw the ball quite a bit. Um, that was a, 
psychological ploy or something. But uh, I, I mean, the same thing. we, I'm I'm not going to buy that one necessarily. I think they were they had the they wanted to run enough to keep us honest. But I think they came in we're going to try to pass and and they struggled in doing that early. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of the momentum late. And we you know we we had a lot of kids with the flu last week. We've had a lot of kids with flu this week. And so I think nine and a half, if, if I'm correct, David, somewhere in there, we're up 40 to 14. And we've got some high ankle sprains. We've got kids that were out a day with the flu. So we pull some kids out. And then they score a touchdown when we had some our starters not out there. And the kids out there were doing fine. But, you know, other teams varsity, you know, make it 40 to 22. And, and then uh, they get a little momentum and score again. We had to get those guys back in to get the stop down there. But, you know, I – I was proud of our young kids in, in saying that, but I thought our starting defense played really well. And it, it's only after we pulled them and then had to try to plug them back in where they had a little momentum going so that it's not overly concerning. But uh, we still have areas of weakness, obviously, that we want to take care of and shore up, and we'll continue to work on that in practice. And that was an offense with some weapons. I mean, they made some plays, too. They've got they've got receivers that made some catches even with decent coverage on them. Yeah, and, you know, that's what uh, – the other team, the, the teams that we play, are, have some solid players too, and, and we have some solid players. And, and kids are going to make plays, and kids are going to miss some plays. You know, and we talked a lot about the, or a lot of people talk about the officiating on a given Friday night. Usually, kids are going to make more mistakes, and coaches are going to make just as many mistakes as the officials make. And so, you know, they have kids out there trying hard to take advantage of what we do and, and what they do well, and, and we're going to do the same thing back. So, yeah, obviously. Not to take anything away from them, but I, I thought our defense played real sound until we tr- tried to pull some of them off. And then it's kind of hard to come off thinking you're done when it's 40 to 14, then come back in and have to step on the gas. But uh, if if I could do it over again, I'd do it the same way. Because we had, like I said, we had some banged up kids, and when it's 40 to 14, you know, you either got options of trying to keep running the score up or, or get some other kids some playing, you know, kids some playing times to get your your guys are a little bit nicked up some time on the sidelines. So. Um, at that, that time, I felt like we needed to do that. So, One play defensively, it was early in the game, ended up being a penalty called on it. Uh, and I want to relate this back to something you said in the preseason, which was that you're not going to rely on a lot of blitzes. You might do it occasionally. You sent Darian Hall uh, on a blitz, and he ended up being called for jumping before the snap. I, I went back and looked at the replay I had. I don't think he did jump before the snap. I think he timed it pretty well. But just in general, can you talk about the use of things like blitzes and even offensively passing the ball, which you don't do a whole lot, but kind of peppering that in to keep defenses and offenses honest, how much of a role does that play in, in what you're trying to do? Well, in order to get me to throw the ball a lot, you're going to have to shut down all of our running plays. And I think, generally speaking, uh, not that we're God's gift to the running game or our young men execute everything really well, but you're going to be able to take away components of our running game. I think it's going to be hard to take away every aspect of our running game. Now, down the road, eventually somewhere, we may not play well on a given night or may face a really good opponent, and then it doesn't matter what you run, you may get stopped. If you're not executing well and the opponent is, sometimes you just like beating your head against a fence post. It's not going to do you any good. We're just, it's just a bad night. We hope to avoid that, but it could happen. Um, as far as blitzing goes, uh, generally speaking, and, and I really – 
leave a lot of the defense to, to Todd Smith and Steve Forbes, and they do a great job over there. But generally speaking to me, when I like when I like to blitz is when we're not getting the kind of pressure we need to get on a quarterback. And that's generally, you know, to shake it up and, you know, maybe some switch calls, so maybe the quarterback gets a different look when he's running a, a, a counter read or a zone read, some things like that. But generally I've, I've found that just solid defensive technique is your best bet. Get your kids, coach your kids up in, in, in their alignment and their assignment and their technique and uh, go with that. I think a lot of people look at your offense and maybe think that's a conservative offense, just going to grind it out. But you've popped some big plays. Is that something in your experience with this offense that that comes with that? Yeah, I think uh, I think Jimmy D um, said it best um, when he was talking to the. I think it was in the news later, and I don't take the time to read a lot of articles. But I remember sitting there uh, watching a college football game and reading that article after the Central game, and he said that uh, that I preached to him a lot about. Have the mentality of five tough yards, and a big place will come. And and that's usually the, the kind of the way it works. We we need to. We, I mean, it is fairly conservative. We're going to stick the ball up in there, and our goal is five yards of carry, and just try to pound it and wear the other team down. But every now and then, you'll have a kid miss a tackle, or you'll have a lineman get an extra block, and then all of a sudden, you're out the gate and you're and you're off running. And you know, along with the power, we have a little bit of deception in there. And sometimes the deception, if a linebacker reads wrong, you got one less guy to block, and so you you. Maybe get that pulling guard or tackle to the safety level instead of the linebacker level because the linebacker's not there because he read something wrong. So the big plays come. I, I thought Josh's big run was not very well blocked. So I think it was kind of Josh Vaughn being athletic. Um, I think Jimmy Desjardins' long run, uh, Jimmy sees the field real well and I thought was blocked really well. I, I thought, uh, um, Braxton Tucker and, and Jacob Gideon got out and led that. Jacob took one kid outside, Braxton pinned the other kid inside, and Jimmy seeing that split the two of them and was off to the races. So I think there's some, some good things there. Obviously, I, I thought uh, um, Jace Duvall sees the field real well, as does Jimmy, and I think his run was a, a combination of him seeing, seeing the hole and, and having a burst, and it was well blocked as well. So. You know, and then of course Pell scored three touchdowns, and one was not well blocked, and he just gutted it in the end zone. And then the other two are pretty—I think he'd tell you—are pretty well blocked. So, uh, big plays come when you do things right, and I think we just got to keep the mentality we have of we're going to try to get five yards on every carry. And when the big plays come, we'll take advantage of those. One thing we noticed on the sidelines, especially last week, it seemed like on a couple of Desjardins runs, was how well he uses blockers. He doesn't run out ahead of them; he stays back and sees what they're going to do and uses them well i think he's got a knack for that and and it, it developed quickly you know i i've had some people comment that uh how how well these young men have caught on to my offensive system and how, how quick they are picking up where the holes in the alleys are going to be and I, I would say jimmy and jace are really talented at that uh pelt sees the field real well so you know um even going back to week one you know um dickens saw the saw that hole open up real well on the trap play so I think our backs are kind of understanding where the alleys are going to be and they're hitting them hard and the line's doing a good job up front all right let's look ahead now to Ozark this is a big one it's always a big one when Republic plays Ozark um, they have had trouble stopping people but they've scored a lot of points I mean they're 2-0 and but huge scores they're like seven man scores <laughs> <laughs> well I hope it's not another one you know uh they are they are very explosive offensively, and we all know that. Probably have more speed than we have. Um, I think defensively, uh, they're kind of risk takers, which have, which has led to some of those high scoring games. I don't know if they'll be more conservative this week in their approach 
or not. But you know, sometimes when you when you run risk and you do some loops and stunts, you get you get caught in those and, and it doesn't work out. And other times you make big plays when you do that. So uh, hoping to see a lower scoring game than sixty six to sixty two. Like that, you know, <laughs> I'll have to ask Mark Bliss if he's if, he, if he's uh, coaching basketball down there or what. But uh, it was a uh, they play very fast. Pace. They give you a lot of formations offensively, and, and they know it's a good coaching staff. They know how to get athletes in space and confuse you with looks and different things, and still get the ball to their to their home run hitters. So that's going to be a challenge for us. And then defensively, we have to understand uh, some of their blitz packages and, and who we got to block, and we got to be able to make some switch calls and some things like that, and uh, hopefully be able to move the ball on them. And you know, maybe if we can have some grinded out drives, we can keep that explosive offense. Uh, on the sideline watching some football for a while and, and, and try to keep that keep that game in the 40s maybe. I don't know. So we, we hope to do that. I never thought I'd hear you say keep a game in the 40s like that was a low score. Uh, what, can you do anything to prepare for a team that's so fast-paced like that? I mean, what do you do the week before that game to get re- get your team ready? Well, I think one thing you have to do because, because your scout team can't necessarily um, duplicate that look in practice we got we got to see some tape and our and uh, our defensive staff has spent a lot of time in the film room with the with the defensive players showing them the kind of tempo and the kind of looks they're going to get and the kind of speed they're going to have and i think another thing is speed will kill you going north and south but if it's run to the sideline because everybody's disciplined and in their in their alley so to speak then if they're running if that speed's run to the sideline we're okay if it's if it's running towards the end zone we're going to be in trouble and i think uh a good example of that was Central. Central had a lot of speed, but they, they couldn't get turned up field very often and get big gains because they had nowhere to go. And so we're going to have to take that same philosophy into this game. Offensively, are there a couple of things you have to do against them? Well, I think ball possession becomes huge. But, you know, and obviously we're, we hope to have some big plays again. Um, I think that's, uh, that's demoralizing for defense, but uh, we'd be very content to just – to pound the ball down the field and and try to keep them off the field, but I think the main thing offense is offensively we're going to get a lot of different looks from their defense as far as fronts and stunts, and we're going to have to be able to deal with those. And Coach Epps has worked hard with the offensive line. We've done a lot of team stuff, uh, trying to get our kids ready for the, for those type of blitzes and those in those changing fronts. And I, I think they're they're pretty sound. With we showed them a lot of looks today, and we handled them pretty well. So hopefully we're ready to go. Do you notice a difference in attitude because this is Ozark um, among the kids? Are they more fired up, ready to play Ozark, or has this been another week of practice? I think to some degree it's been another week of practice, and and that's really the way that I'm going to approach every game. And I think they're, you know, when you start overlooking people, you get beat by people you shouldn't get beat by. And when you start getting too hyped up for somebody, you might go in a little over-emotional and make mistakes early. So I, I think kids have to be disciplined uh, in how they approach practice every day. They have to have their head screwed on right and be ready to get focused. And I think that uh, with our schedule, no matter who you play, there's 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 no gimmies and, and there's some big ones. But I think, you know, I probably aggravate Springfield Newsleader and, and Art Haynes and some of them because they always say, well, who's the big rival games? And everywhere I've been, I sense the next opponent. And I, and I really feel that way. And I, and I know there's a lot of people uh, here in Republic that that have a, some uh, reservations towards, you know, seeing certain teams win. Um, but uh, what we want to do is we want to play well every night out. And, uh, you know, I know – like I said, there, there's some, there'll be a fire in the belly of some people to, to really win this game. But to our kids, 
it needs to be to go out and execute well on Friday night again. It doesn't matter who's across from you. We got to do what we do and, and hopefully do it well. Now you're aggravating me too. <laughs> this is good and good luck Friday. Thank you very much.